This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Wednesday, the first day of winter, December 21st, 2022. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. Ah, we got a blue sky, clear skies. It's going to be mild today, but I heard there's a big winter storm coming in on Friday and Saturday. We're going to be down into the low teens, zero degrees on Saturday. Woo! Winter is finally here. Hey, thanks for joining us. These are your top five headlines for this Wednesday. Let's start off with headline number five. The DA seizes enough fentanyl to kill every single American. From the Daily Wire, in a press release Tuesday, the DEA said it had seized some 50.6 million fake prescription pills laced with fentanyl along with more than 10,000 pounds of fentanyl powder with two weeks left in calendar year 2022. That amounts to more than 379 million lethal doses of fentanyl so far this year, more than enough to kill every single citizen of the United States. There are 333 million people in the United States. All right, so this is one very good reason to shut down the southern border Everybody knows that fentanyl is coming in through the southern border. The cartels own the border on both the U.S. and the Mexican side. Fentanyl is coming in by mules, coming in by any means possible, human trafficking. And this is what the Biden administration is responsible for. This is the reason why the southern border needs to be closed. The American people need to speak up and put pressure on your representatives. Bottom line, you need to get on the phone, call them, tell them to shut down the border. They want to open it up. They want to shut down Title 42, allow even for more people to come in. And this is a national security issue. It's a national health issue as well. So if you're not speaking up, if you're not contacting your representatives, then God save us all. All right, headline number four. Canada funding dissemination of woke ideology. From the National Review, Canada's government granted a group of academics almost $164,000 for a research project called Decolonizing Light, Tracing and Countering Colonialism in a Contemporary Physics, a search of grant records confirmed. Disturbingly, the academics involved admit that they have zero interest in performing science are seeking truth, but are instead interested in spreading woke ideology. The purpose of our project is not to find new or better explanations of light. We are not seeking to improve scientific truth. Scholars involved in the project wrote in one of their few published works, rather our project initiatives are motivated by the marginalization of women, black people, and indigenous peoples, particularly in physics. All right, so this is Canada to our north. This woke ideology is like a virus, like a cancer of the mind. 
we really have to ask ourselves where it's coming from because it's it's not even scientific. It's it is ideological in nature. It's a false ideology. There's no business in the academic world, yet it is. I think if you're considering going to college, you might want to have a second thought because these are where all the Petri dishes have been formulated and have been disseminated throughout the universities into those young minds. And it's like a virus. It's like a cancer that is spreading from generation to generation and creating this woke ideology that is destroying our countries, our God-loving ideas of the creator and morality, and it's breaking it down into racial issues and gender issues. I mean, come on, folks. Do you really believe this stuff? So Canada to the north, and it's coming to the south. It's just a matter of time. Canada is always a little bit ahead of the U.S. when it comes to these things. That shows us what the future is going to look like. We need to address it. We need to understand it. And we need to overcome it. Now, those of you that are interested in understanding more about this ideology, I'm going to put the description again in the book from Thomas Cromwell called The Triumph of Good, Cain and Abel, and the End of Marxism. Gets into the details of this ideology, its roots, its purpose, what it's trying to accomplish. So we need to educate ourselves. We need to realize where it's coming from, and we need to stamp it out. We need to crush it because it's an ideology that's going to lead to a destructive ends. All right, headline number three. Stanford University reveals list of banned words. Among them is American. Shame on you for even thinking you were American. End quote. Stanford University thinks you are bigoted. Fox News. Stanford University published an index of harmful language. It plans to eliminate from the school's websites and computer code offering terms to be used as replacements. Among the words, the university urges people to avoid in the imprecise language section is the term American. People are instead asked to use U.S. citizen because American typically refers to people from the United States only, thereby insinuating that the U.S. is the most important country in the Americas. Nicholas Christakis, what really is amazing about the situation at Stanford is that they are willingly convened and funded a committee to do this and then promptly lacked courage to defend it by quickly withdrawing list from public availability. If you're making a list of prohibited words, defend it. All right, so there you go. We just talked about Canada. Now we're seeing this down in the U.S. in some of the highest levels of our, inst- our institutions, our Stanford University which for years has been held out as a gold standard of, of universities, higher education. Well, it's no longer higher education, folks. This is low-level education. This is destructive. This is, again, the use of words, controlling words, comes from socialism, communism, Marxism. This is the root of it. You have to remove the words and the language. Controlling words and language will control people's minds and actions. Look at China, look at North Korea, look at all the communist countries around the world that control us from a government state. The universities are to blame for this. They're the indoctrination centers where all this woke ideology and this breakdown of language around the term America 
America is the greatest nation in all the Americas. So what do you, what's, you know, it's absurd to say that it's, that it's not. It is the greatest nation on God's green earth. And to take that term out is an insult to every American in this country. All right, headline number two. Influx of Texas National Guard troops arrive in El Paso to assist with border control. From the Daily Mail, a huge Texas National Guard presence arrived at the southern border in El Paso overnight as the city prepares for an even larger influx of migrants once Title 42 ends and asylum seekers are now forced to come face-to-face with troops if they want to pass into the U.S. New fencing at the banks of the Rio Grande River was also erected to stop migrants from crossing after thousands came across in the last week. Migrants crossing into the U.S. at El Paso are now faced with a standoff with National Guard troops. Bill Meligen, the Texas National Guard, has deployed to the Rio Grande in El Paso, Texas, placing razor wire where migrants have been crossing in mass and establishing a line of Humvees. Governor Abbott sent 400 soldiers into El Paso in anticipation of a mass migration event ahead of Title 42 drop. The White House cannot name a single thing Kamala Harris has done to secure the border. I don't have anything to lay out specifically on what that work looks like. All right, well, we talked about the fentanyl issue, and we're putting the blame right on the shoulders of the Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris, and the Biden administration. And I'm getting ticked off at this this administration. It needs to stop. It needs to stop today. We can't continue to have an open border where you have anybody, terrorists coming across, drugs, human trafficking, rapes, debt and servitude, the list goes on and on. For anybody with any uh, morality would understand that this needs to stop today. And the fact that the Biden administration wants to lift Title 42 is just going to bring even a larger wave of people into this country. These people have no conscience. They're driven by their ideology. It's wrecking our economy. It's wrecking in our system of national security. You have to vet people. You can't just open the doors and let anybody come in and send them into our cities. They're coming to your city, folks. Every city in America is a border town, and it needs to stop. All right, headline number one. Speaker Pelosi introduces massive $1.7 trillion spending bill. From the Washington Examiner, outgoing Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat from California, is rallying her fellow Democrats to back the bipartisan $1.7 trillion omnibus spending aimed at averting a government shutdown. Pelosi rattled off a slew of liberal victories in the bill in a letter to House Democrats on Tuesday as House Republicans move aggressively to torpedo the bill in hopes of gaining more negotiating leverage when they retake the lower chamber in January. Senator Mike Lee, this monstrous spending bill comes to 4,155 pages. We deserve proper consideration and the chance to read, debate, and amend. Not a backroom deal. Opposing this isn't radical. Running our government like this is what's radical. Thomas Macy, under Nancy Pelosi's tenure as Speaker of the House, over 40% of the federal debt accumulated since the founding of our country was incurred. No other Speaker, President, or Senate Majority leader can even come close to her indubitable record of deficit spending. From the Heritage Foundation, $1 million for Zora's house in Ohio. 
a co-working and community space for women and gender-expansive people of color. $3 million for the American LGBTQ Plus Museum in New York City. $3.6 million for a Michelle Obama trail in Georgia. I don't even know what to say about this, guys. I mean, this is... These people are nuts. They're spending like drunken sailors. We're already $31 trillion in debt, and they want to spend another $1.7 trillion. And you can see where it, this money's being spent on these ridiculous programs. And it's your tax money and our tax money. It's yours and mine. We can't afford it, number one. We got inflation. We've got the economy going to be in a recession next year, and these guys want to spend another $1.7 trillion. I mean... It's either intentional or they're just, they're just crazy ideologues. I think it's a little bit of both. If you're a Democrat and you vote for this, God save you. Seriously. And the Republicans, too. Republicans go along with this. They should be voted out. They should be primaried. we got to put a stop to the spending and printing of money. It's not going to lead to anything good, guys. It's going to end up being a big disaster for everybody. All right. Those are your top five headlines for this Wednesday. I hope I wasn't a little bit harsh there going into the last few days of the holiday season. But, hey, somebody's got to speak up and somebody's got to tell the truth. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Have a great rest of your day. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandermark. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.